I'm Zack Snyder. And I'm Aiden Matthews. And welcome to another YouTube podcast, the one-stop shop for everything and anything related to YouTube. We're back, baby. Ooh, episode three. It's been like three weeks since we last put one of these things up. (laughs) More like three years, my dude. More like three years. It's been crazy, man. It's been a while. Yeah. But we're here. It's been a while. That's all that matters. Exactly. Right. It's not about consistency. (laughs) It's about... (laughs) You're not entitled to content. We post what we want. (laughs) Kids, don't do what I do. (laughs) Do what I say. Exactly. Oh, man. So That would have been a great topic for this podcast, is consistency. Consistency And then open it up with... We haven't done this podcast in three weeks. <laughs> See, I, I was going to mention consistency when we were talking about topics, but then I, I just thought about it and I was like, you know, I haven't uploaded a video in like a week. <laughs> uh, so that's probably not a good idea. That's, that's an even better reason to talk about it, my dude. That's true. <laughs> that's true. It's fitting. Yeah. How's your week been on YouTube? My week mm-hmm. on YouTube? Question mark. <laughs> yes exactly uh, trademark uh, <laughs> copyright so my week uh was interesting in the fact that i actually haven't posted a video on my channel all week long uh, oh, okay. and there's a couple of reasons for that one of which is i'm doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff things like uh working on new thumbnails things like getting merch up and running things like deciding what series i need and how to schedule them in effect uh, and all that sort of stuff but in terms of actual videos, I haven't posted much. However, okay. my brother Ethan and his channel, uh, Worldwide Meme, shout out. Uh, that's Ethan not, decided. That's what it's called? Yeah, it's what it's called. Nice. You can Google it too. Uh, but he decided for his channel that he was finally ready to make some good stuff on here. Because previously, he'd only used that channel to comment or to just do streams occasionally. Hmm. But he was like, yo, let's do something. I'm like, cool. All right, let's go. Um, so this entire week on top of my stuff, I've been having to, uh, get text, get backgrounds in screens, thumbnails, uh, and record what feels like 80 parts when in actuality it was like five or so, but we just had to keep repeating it over and over again because of technical difficulties and crap like that. Right. Um, but we did manage to kickstart two series. One is Fire Emblem and one is uh, Kirby Dreamland 3. And we've posted one video every day. So we had one on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So nice. even though I've not been consistent on my channel, I've kind of kickstarted my brother's Ethan, my brother Ethan's channel, and now it's uh, it's up there. It's up there now. We just got to keep working on it. Sweet. But that's been my week cool. on the tubes. Did you learn you? anything new from... Uh your experiences with a different channel? <laughs> uh, a couple of things. Um, <laughs> it's so, it's so weird mm-hmm. to watch somebody film when you're like literally right next to them. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't like right. to record. That's why I didn't like to record when my roommate was, was in my room. Uh, All right. My first two years of college. Uh, but also, people, when they start out commentating, get an idea of what it's like. Mm. Uh, but until you actually start doing it, it's a whole different beast. So Ethan was like, yeah, I already know what I'm going to talk about. Whatever, it's going to be good. And then he records the first episode, and there's like a <laughs> lot of us and gaps and stuff. Because people think it's easy. People think oh, it's easy. absolutely. It's simple to do. Um, we're doing a lot better now. Like, by the time we get to, like, the third episode or whatever, things are kind of coming into motion. Mm. Um, but that took a little bit of work, and that took a little bit of sort of planning beforehand what you might want to talk about in case you get lost. Maybe telling personal narratives or stories or stuff like that. Uh, commentary is not as easy as it is, and it's very much an art that no one is perfect at when they start out. Um, so it was cool kind of getting to see that process again, because I was like that. Uh, when I started a whole lot, so it was cool to kind of go back to that. That's pretty cool. I I, I really want to. I really wish I could go back to my first hundred or so videos that I deleted, mm-hmm. um, and rewatch those just to see how my commentary was at the very beginning. Right. Because it took me a while to get to the comfortable state that I'm at now. Just practice. That's all it is. It's just you keep 
consistently working at the one thing over and over again until you get to the point where like, yeah, this is comfortable and this is easy to do, Hmm, Uh, but it's a long grind. Cool. How was your week, my dude? My week on YouTube. Mm. (laughs) Um, I didn't upload anything this week um, because (laughs) I was taking a break from uploading so I could get caught up and try to figure out some new stuff with the schedules. So I realized, like last time we talked a lot about YouTube and school and how college is a bitch, uh, (laughs) trying to do that and and YouTube at the same time, I realized that there were certain videos that I was trying to make that took a lot more time than I was giving them. So Mm -hmm. I kind of took like a week and a half off from uploading, was like, hey guys, I'm going to, you know, get stuff done before I start uploading everything. So this is the first video that's being uploaded <laughs> in my little nice. return after that little brief hiatus. But the comeback is real. The comeback is real. The comeback is real. So I've actually used this this week a lot as a relaxer. I, I haven't kind of decompressed a lot. Exactly. Exactly. Because over the summer, I worked on I worked on this stuff like every single day, countless hours. And then once school started, I tried to do the same thing and it just wasn't possible. So, you know, I'm back now to where I feel like I can keep things going, keep things rolling at a good pace. But I still don't know until I test out this new schedule that I have. Right. It's always tough to find that balance between like college and life stuff and also YouTube. Exactly. And a good way to sort of, a good way to test the waters is to sort of like, kind of not do one for a while so you kind of take the stress off of one thing for a little bit just so you can kind of test and get a feel and uh when you bring both back you'll have a better understanding of how things go because you know how much time certain things take and how to properly schedule them but man like one of my one of my uh weaknesses definitely is not being able to properly schedule things both in the youtube aspect of like scheduling for when a video is supposed to go up Mm. but also scheduling to record uh scheduling to find time to edit it uh, you know all that sort of stuff a lot of it is just on the fly and whenever i have time here and there mm-hmm. um but i would save a whole lot more uh strife and stress and issue if i had just been like oh hey let's just schedule this stuff out and we've been uh i've been doing that with ethan's channel for a little bit now yeah um so that was that was interesting of act, like actually having days set aside to record because I've never done that before. Uh, but it's cool. It's cool. That's good. It's been a while since I've kind of scheduled out. Here's my recording time. Here's my editing time. Because like you said, it's really when do I have time to do this, you know? So right. I, I typically have the same set days and times to edit because I work in a, I work in a library, so I'm able to edit videos during that time. So I'm usually Mm -hmm. using that time to edit if I'm not doing schoolwork, but in terms of recording, it's, you know, am I able to this night? Am I too tired to not, you know, to do it this night? Do I have this free weekend coming up where I can actually do stuff, all that kind of stuff. So I'm still trying to figure that out. I've done it. I think there was a, I think there was like a five, six month period where I was really getting that schedule down, but it was all let's place. So, right. You know, it's a lot easier to manage, right? When you have one type of video, you can, you can really do your batch recording, batch editing, batch uploading. But when you're doing so many different types of series, it's, you know, I need to spend this day to watch a movie two episodes of rick and morty and record a podcast and then this day i need to record you know the scripts for these videos and then this day i need to edit and it's it's kind of crazy you know what i really want and i've seen them occasionally but i I want to get them i had a whiteboard before Mm -hmm. and i thought hey this would be a good idea for writing ideas down yeah. Uh, but the eraser was pretty bad and sometimes the ink wouldn't come off or whatever. Yeah. And then I would just have random thoughts and things scattered about it and not really had any order or consistency to it. Uh, but I've seen some whiteboards that are kind of like shaped out like a calendar yeah. or whatever. So it'll give you the whole month of like squares and then you just write in the dates and what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And then I think potentially you could have a whole month planned out if it works out great. Uh, but of course life gets in the way and ruins things. But at the very <laughs> least you kind of you kind of know what you're doing for a month 
rather in my case, like sometimes I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow or a week. So, you know, so having at least things for a month, I think is, is helpful. And you got your own little uh, ordering system of stuff just on a, a different thing. Right. Well, I actually, I actually used a whiteboard my first two years of college to keep up with my school stuff. So like I had the calendar whiteboard every month mm-hmm. and changed it. Here's my recitals. Here's my co- competitions or concerts or, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then I had another one with my entire class schedule and I try to put in practicing time, YouTube time, all that kind of stuff. And it works to a, to a certain extent. Um, no, I'm sure. Now I do use an Excel spreadsheet to all, to put all of my upload dates sometimes. So and I've seen that before with other channels. Yeah. So, I mean, I have stuff scheduled out till the end of December. Right. For both channels, I believe. Sure. But it's a matter of, can I get all this recorded and edited by those dates? And we'll see. Can you stick to it? <laughs> can you stick to it? We'll see. Right. Um, getting this new channel set up. It's been a while since I've really had a good consistent schedule. So I'm hoping to get back to that because it does feel good. Oh yeah. Yeah. It feels great to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Also, it can be boring out. sometimes because like mm-hmm. just post the video out, everything's done. Uh, but there's a whole lot less stress and worry too. <laughs> so it's a, it's a good trade off. It's a good yeah, trade off. Definitely. Cool. Well, that was, that was my week on YouTube. E. Oh, is it, is it time to go into the main topic? I think it is. Oh boy. What is, what is our main topic? For the podcast. I've been looking forward to this one. Should you be a variety channel or should you be a niche channel? Oh, the age old question. If you haven't asked yourself this, you probably have. <laughs> you just don't remember. <laughs> because everybody, everybody at one point or another has to make that decision. Sometimes they do it before they even make the channel. Sometimes mm. they do it during. Sometimes it's conscious. Sometimes it's subconscious. Right. I was uh, say that. Yeah. But it's an important decision nonetheless because it kind of determines sort of what you can do with this channel and where you can go with it, you know? Right. And there's different ways of doing it as well because sure. you, could be a, you could be a gaming channel that does a variety of different gaming types of content. Or you could be a makeup channel that just does – this is a bad example – Um, okay you could be a makeup channel that just does things that have to do with lipstick i don't know like okay it could be super niche like that you know there's there's really a variety a variety of different ways you could look at this so yeah interesting to hear your thoughts about it as well and kind of decompress this topic right right right. because it is a big topic with a lot of uh different pieces of the puzzle if you will Mm. of you know, your perspective is obviously a huge part of it. What you're able to manage is a huge part of it. Like, what is your skill level and all that sort of stuff. And all sorts of little ins and outs, I think, go along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess, which which one are we, we tackling first? Which one do you want to tackle? You want to go hmm. niche or, or variety? And we'll bounce back and forth, obviously. Yeah, but like, yeah we'll probably like... Just to sort of get a ground forth. level. I think it's important for them to know what kinds of channels we have first. Right. Okay. So I can do that. What kind of channel do you have, Aiden? So uh, the title <laughs> Blue Couch Productions <laughs> might give it away. Um, but I very much am a variety channel and have sort of lived that mindset for, I don't know, a pretty long time. Even before Blue Couch Productions, a lot of the videos mm-hmm. that I was working on we're very random in nature. One upload, I might upload something and you might not see a sequel to it till way later. And I might move on to something else. Um, the variety for me has just given myself a lot of creative freedom to do all sorts of stuff. And that's why I enjoy it. But, uh, interestingly enough, um, so far with Ethan's channel, we've only started two series. So we're keeping it very small on purpose because, <laughs> you know, you don't want to like overextend or whatever. Right. Uh, so right now he's kind of more in a niche area. Yeah. Of just sure. two series. Wish I could go back to that. <laughs> having two series. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're telling <laughs> but what me. about you? What what's your what's your deal? So I'm t- technically 
it, it's kind of hard <laughs> to put myself in in one position because I I it can be considered a variety channel because I do mm-hmm. gaming stuff, I do comics, I do uh, anime, I do movies, all that kind of stuff. But then I also think of it as this is nerd culture, which is technically a niche. So sure. it's, I guess it's a little bit of both. Depends on a which pretty way big you niche, look at it. I would argue. It is a very big <laughs> niche, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Um, but I, I'm not super niche, you know, like some channels are. You definitely lean more to the to the variety aspect absolutely. of things. And you, I mean, you cool. said something that I really want to talk about a lot during this is the creative freedom, you know, of, of a variety channel. Mm-hmm. So maybe we could just like go into like pros and cons of each as we continue talking about it. Sure. Uh, yeah, we'll just go off of that. Um, for me, the cool thing about the about a variety channel is that things don't get stale. Hmm. Um, because you're doing more than one thing. You could be doing a let's play while also doing a vlog. You can do maybe a Q&A series while also doing a compilation video or a review or all sorts of stuff. Hmm. Um, the trick with running a variety channel, I think in my mind is that there definitely still has to be order in place. So the, the interesting thing about a variety channel is how do you schedule those particular series and when do you upload them? Right. Because you don't want to just be like one video, another random video, another random video, right? Like there has to be some form of schedule and order there. Uh, otherwise, things are just like way too hard um, to work with and, to, you know, view. Yeah, it can't be chaos. There, I mean, there was a time where on my gaming channel, I was doing a lot of different types of things, but then one, like once a day, actually, I think it was twice a day, I would play Binding of Isaac. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, if I wasn't able to get that other video out that day or whatever, it was a crazy schedule. But anyways, if I wasn't able to get that other video that was something different than Binding of Isaac, then I just had two Binding of Isaac videos there. And so there really Mm -hmm. wasn't that much of a, uh, that much of order to it. So, it, but it I mean, did uh, allow for a good backup plan. <laughs> it did. That's that's absolutely right. true. Yeah, there's a benefit there. There is, mm-hmm. and that's a benefit of a niche channel is you kind of always know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to put a lot of creative thought into things, and you can kind of. I mean, you're still going to be putting in some kind of creative thought, but really, it's you know every day or every week, however you're doing the schedule. Like you're going to have the similar types of content. So it's a lot easier to batch record, batch edit and all that kind of stuff. Sure. And I would argue uh, the biggest strength of a niche channel is the fact that it's so consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, as a viewer, it's very easy to find one of these channels to maybe go through like the playlist of them and just consistently batch watch all of them. Right. We right. talked about batch recording. Niche channels are very good at, at batch watching of getting all these episodes and all these forms of content and watching them. I would also argue that it's a lot easier to post one video every day on a niche channel. I'll tell you, I've been on YouTube for more than a year, but I'm not even near having like 365 videos, right? Like there were days in the variety channel where I just couldn't have anything because I was working on something and, something else needed to get done and I needed to have a video for certain other days. Hmm. It's a lot harder to have a video every day and to stay consistent with a variety channel, almost because you have too much stuff going on. So, Oh, absolutely. I think it's one of those things where if it's a niche channel, your videos, even if you have different series, they're probably going to be very similar in format. Um, Oh, that's true too. Like one channel that I know of does, you know, advice one day, tech stuff another day, um, you know, might talk about gaming stuff another day, but they're all the same type of format. And, uh, and if you're smart, you could even put it into one show, right? Exactly. You just have the title change. Exactly. So you still get that one playlist. <laughs> but then if you're doing like a podcast one day a week and then you've got a vlog the next day and a Let's Play the next day, they all take a different amount of time to to get through and so 
yeah, it's definitely it's definitely easier to have more videos out for a niche channel. Sure. Which inevitably helps you grow that channel a lot easier too. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, because your audience knows what to expect and mm-hmm. you can deliver on that promise from the outset. A lot of people, when they start watching a YouTube channel, um, see it as a commitment, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, I'll watch your video as long as you post them because I enjoy your content and I enjoy your stuff. I just want more of it. So right. for a niche channel, they see that and they're like, all right, cool. One video a day. I stick to it. You watch. And then we grow together and we get more people that are committed mm-hmm. to it. On a variety channel, you often have instances where somebody comes onto your channel from one particular video, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's of one series or another, they come on for uh, one certain part of content. Right. But that commitment is sometimes sketchy because that person came for that one show, but you do like four or five. So they might not be interested in your other videos and they might not feel committed to watch them. Sure, when you post that one series, they'll be there. But then again, you're kind of, they're kind of missing out on a lot of your content. And that's just sort of a problem that uh, niche channels just don't have to deal with as much due to its simplicity. Right. And this is why you see channels that might have 250,000 subscribers, but each of their view- videos only gets anywhere from two to 10,000 views. Mm hmm. Which can be tough, but I mean, a variety channel that works, that could work well for them, you know? Right. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough in those regards. It's very interesting how the two end up working out. Definitely. I feel like if we're talking about one of the main weaknesses of the niche stuff, Mm-hmm. is one like we mentioned earlier things uh can often feel stale mm-hmm. uh but the other thing is that you are very much stuck on that grind right and when you grind at the same thing for so long for me niche channels tire out a lot quicker than variety ones because they're only doing that one thing And they're doing that thing so much Hmm. that maybe, you know, later parts in that series can feel stale. Then selves creatively can feel stale. Uh, Then posting the same video every day can feel tiring. And that might just end up, you know, crashing and imploding because some people aren't patient enough to wait for that slow and steady uh, growth that comes with an itch channel. Some people aren't ready enough. They want that one big video. Uh, but often niche channels just don't get that one big video. You get very slow and stable growth usually. For variety, on the other hand, you know you're working on a different thing every other time. So creatively, you're stable. Uh, editing wise, you're trying new things, whatever. And while not every variety video is going to be a hit, obviously, mm. in no way saying that, chances are one of them will be. <laughs> Right. One of them At will some stick. Point, those videos will do, you know, a couple of those videos will do really well. Right. So variety channels in terms of their growth, they often spurt, right? Mm. You get like a little spurt here and a little spurt there. Uh, but you don't know from where and you don't know from when. Um, but I feel <laughs> like variety true. channels don't tire out as quick because of that. Mm. It's It's interesting because you also look at the viewer base of a niche channel And like you said, you know, that's their dedicated, like they go to this channel every single day. They watch this. uh, I'll I'll go for from experience. I've mentioned him before, but Northern Lion, he is a YouTuber has been around for like seven, eight years. Um, Fairly, fairly large. But he got his start or he got his like fame per se early on from Binding of Isaac. So he started doing those videos every single day. And even to this day, he's still doing a video of it every day and people still come in, come in to watch. Well, when I first got into the game, I started watching him because I had found out about him and I would like religiously watch his content every single day for a few months. But then I just got tired of it was part of part of me being tired of watching it. And then the biggest part was me not having time to commit to that. So sure. those viewer bases, you know, they're going to change a lot throughout the years as people start to like get interested in this thing and then come out of being interested in this thing and so forth and so on. 
Right. When you're only doing one thing and people get tired of it, well, then what do you do? <laughs> what do you do from there? Uh, right. It's tough. But then again, like, that's not to say that, like, Niche has no creative choices whatsoever. Right. I mean, Northern Line obviously does that one game, but there's little twists you can do. There's little things you can do, things oh, to keep definitely. things interesting and, and update it. And I would argue a lot of, like, Niche Let's Play channels even, once that series is over, they'll move on to something else. So they're mm. not, like, wholly limited and, like, one game for the right. rest of my life. Let's go, baby. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. I would argue that there aren't that many people out there that just do one thing. That's, that's but I don't know. Some people's definitions of niche and variety can change. Right. That's why I was talking uh-huh. about my, my very own channel. It, it's kind of confusing to me because in many regards, it is a variety channel. I mean, when I have a podcast up one day and a Q&A series up the next day, like those are two vastly different series. Um, but if you look at it, look at the, the source of the content, it is still very nerd related, you know, nerd culture centered. So it could still technically be called a niche. So it's right. Yeah. Depends on what you do with that. Uh, that definition. Right. I don't know. It'll depend on like the types of videos I put out two years from now, three years from now, you know, and we have seen on many occasions where a channel will go from niche to variety and then vice versa. They'll switch. Mm. And that's kind of really cool uh, to see how that stuff pans out because not a lot of people are risky enough or bold enough to do it, or maybe they just don't care and they just switch immediately. Uh, but it's interesting to sort of see the feedback from the audience and does the channel actually benefit from the change or not really? Uh, right. Is the old formula truly the better one? And some people will say yes and some will say no. Right. Some people, some of your viewers might not like it that you've changed up content automatically if you're a niche channel. But if you set mm-hmm. yourself as a variety channel, you can basically get away with anything. Some people's not going to like your stuff. But if right. you're still doing that one thing that they came there for... There, they might be okay with it. Sure. Oftentimes, uh, variety channels for me are I, I call variety channels ordered chaos. So you That's have chaos in what you do, but you put an order to it. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. niche channels definitely got that order down. Uh, but you're not gonna. Chances are, with a niche channel, you're not gonna see too much craziness, craziness, or at least on the on the level that a variety channel can do. Mm-hmm. Literally. Switching everything in a day, everything that you perceived about that one channel or that one person immediately being flipped on its head in a day. Right. Variety channels can do that. Oh, uh, yeah, I've done that before multiple times. Yeah. And variety yeah. channels, too. This is a strength of variety. Uh, they're very good at reinventing themselves, mm-hmm. you know, because you're under the variety, uh, because you're a variety channel you're given the opportunity to reinvent yourself multiple times and grow, right? Right. And in terms of, like, growth as a content creator, I would almost argue variety is better on that front. In terms of the channel, in terms of the channel, I feel like niche would grow better and consistently, uh, but in terms of the actual content creator themselves, variety gives you so much more growth. Hmm. Well, because you're always trying to find new ways to edit things or... You know, you, you have multiple formats to deal with rather than if, you know, if I was to just let's play a game every single day, that's going to be super easy to get the hang of. And I'm just going right. to be complacent with my process. But if I'm doing other si- series on the sides, then I'm always trying out different things. Yeah. So. And I've learned a lot from variety in terms of. You know, how to make multiple thumbnails, how to structure each video, uh, learning about location and what that offers and, you know, different music tracks for stuff. Really, really interesting when you have multiple series, sort of the learning opportunities that are presented to you because each series is its own challenge to produce. And oftentimes I find is that the challenges I have in, let's say, a show called Questions on the Couch, those solutions to those problems and the things that I learn from that can be applied to every other show as well. So it's right. not like specifically just fixing an issue with questions on the couch. If I fix an issue there, I could fix issues elsewhere and improve myself as a whole. 
And uh, yeah, I think that's great. Right. It, it's about, I mean, I mean, you said it perfectly, you know, being able to apply those concepts to other series. That's what I find that's so cool about doing a variety thing, you know, variety channel, because I'm always like learning new things that will help me in, you know, tons of other aspects. Exactly. I think I learned a, I learned a new editing thing just kind of on a whim by when I was editing Nintendo the history the other day and I kind of saw it and I was like, okay, it's kind of cool. I kind of want to apply that in my let's plays now. So now I'm going to do that thing. So yeah, it can, it can definitely, I think if you're looking to grow as a creator, variety is the way to go. Sure. But if you're, not super interested in a lot of things then obviously niche because that's that's the other thing right like i'm a very i'm a very curious person and i always have been and so Mm -hmm. in two years if i just decide one day i'm really into cooking stuff i can just drop a show on my channel about cooking cooking with zach cooking with (laughs) sabija if i wanted to and like some people are going to be like this is weird, but this is kind of cool. And then other people are just going to not watch it and that's fine. Right. So that's, that's what I find really cool about it because we as humans, we change so often and most of us Mm -hmm. don't realize it um, until later on down the road when we find out that, Oh wow, I used to like this one thing that I don't like as much now. And so by becoming a variety channel, it really gives you the opportunity to just kind of explore with stuff. Exactly. And uh, we had mentioned that variety channels can be a little bit inconsistent. Uh, But the other thing, too, I think that's almost sort of a disadvantage is trying to run a variety channel takes a lot more time and a lot more uh, work, too, I would argue. Oh, definitely. Um, And, you know, not every variety channel works harder than every niche channel. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying most of the time, if you're running a variety channel, you're getting a lot more work thrown at you than your typical niche stuff. And for gaming, that's definitely the case. But for even other genres as well, um, you know, going outside of the box and doing things, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, But man, that's a risk. And you have to make sure that that risk pays off. So if you ever wanted to be worried about every video that you make, do a variety (laughs) channel because... You're constantly questioning whether you made the right decision at every single step of the way. <laughs> oh, man. So true. Yeah. So and some people true. don't want that worry and don't want that stress. And they're like, hey, you know, if I do one thing and do that one thing well, people will come and watch. And they're absolutely right. And you mm-hmm. can just go with that and uh, and move right on ahead. And probably with a lot less stress and worry. And you'll still have to experiment and you'll still have to learn when doing a niche channel. You know, those things happen. Hmm. Uh, but it's it's a totally different ballgame with variety sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's one of those things where if you're going to be a variety channel, learn how to make decisions really quickly. Sure. Like don't dread over every little decision. Just make it. Keep going. See what the results are. Right. And improve. Yeah. I think that's one of those philosophies that I've kind of uh, started to live by in the last few years, especially with college. And then you look at YouTube and it's kind of the same thing Um, in my professional life is if I have a decision to make, instead of stressing over it like I used to, I just kind of make that decision right away. And then, you know, if it was a bad decision, so what? (laughs) I'll just Mm -hmm. keep... You know, I'll just keep moving forward and try to make a better decision the next step around, you know? Sure. And for me, like, running a variety channel is just a lot, a lot of fun. Um, Keeps me active. It keeps me thinking. It keeps me on my toes. It keeps me uh, trying to learn new things. And it keeps me from becoming stale. Mm. Um, But like we said, I don't, (laughs) I don't want it to make it seem like that we're both... (laughs) Like, not giving niche a fair chance, because there's a lot of good stuff about niche. There's a lot of really good stuff about niche. Oh, absolutely. Um, Stuff that we should probably get into. Uh, But Variety, I think, for me, has just been a lot of fun to to make and to sort of deal with on a day-to-day. 
we, we should get into good things about niche, but I actually have a really negative thing about it. <laughs> oh boy. So what now? as you know, <laughs> YouTube is an ever changing platform. Okay. It's always changing. The algorithm's always changing. You know, the types of videos that are popular now will not be popular in two years and vice versa. So when you look at a niche channel, you can't really change up your content if it's not working for the algorithm. Or let's say for the last five years, you've made Call of Duty videos and now all of a sudden all Call of Duty videos are no longer advertiser friendly. This is a very real thing that we've we've seen lately. Sure. Um, so it's it's one of those things like, do you want to have, uh, potentially if you get successful on YouTube and you're able to turn it into a career, um, or not even that, if you just, you just want to continue to have growth, are you willing to, as a niche channel, try something different if what you're doing now doesn't end up working you know sure willing to build that ship back up again and uh, mm. try at it again uh, Where, yeah i agree with that mm. wholeheartedly yeah and i mean if you're a variety channel then one series doesn't work out because of the algorithm you can literally ditch it the next day if you wanted to and just try sure. something different now obviously do, do your- variety gets hit a lot weirder too though yeah it does <laughs> variety's like hey you remember that old video from five years ago that one's okay but the one from two years ago isn't <laughs> you're gonna have to get rid of that one so yeah. you're almost hit like in random spots oh, man. and you could argue that maybe the like those kid-friendly sort of niche channels they're fine in this aspect yeah. because literally sure. all their content from the beginning has always been you know relatively friendly so they don't get mm. hit as hard um but yeah, it's part of the decision they made, and it was something that they were they were willing to go with. So, right. Uh, in terms of strength, strengths about niche channels. Hmm. Let's see. You uh, find an audience really well. They're consistent. That's that's two. Hmm. Uh, pretty low stress, low worry. Right. Not a ton of work involved. If you're starting out, holy cow, niche channel niche channel all the way <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. if i could go very beginner friendly do a niche channel starting off i probably would mm-hmm. um just because it does help you kind of get used to the atmosphere of making videos and getting a schedule and like you said it's it's a lot less stress it's a lot less work it's still work involved we're not gonna you know i'm not gonna sit here and say it, mm-hmm. it depends on the type of videos you're making sure that's what it comes you to. You also get steady growth. Mm. You get a little bit of uh, pretty easily monetizable stuff as far as that's concerned. Mm. If uh, it works out that way. But yeah, a lot of strengths in, in niches. Yeah, absolutely. Trying to think of any more. I, I feel like I got the, the main ones covered. Right. It, I mean, it really comes down to what type of person you are, I think. Sure. Because what like you're I comfortable said, with. Right. Like like I said, I am a very curious person. So I always want to be trying different things, doing different things, trying new things. And so a variety challenge just allows me to take any passion that I have, match it with my video editing skills, and then turn it into a video. Yeah, produce a good product <laughs> overall. But I if think you're super interested in one thing niche is your your you know it's your thing go for it right Absolutely. be the sort of the phrase uh great at everything master of none you know right mm-hmm. it's like yeah we try all these things but you could argue maybe the variety channel isn't the master at any particular kind of video they're just trying to hit as many people as possible right and uh which is true i mean if you end up doing your niche well enough and you're the best person at it well, great. I mean, you, you've set yourself up pretty well uh, for now and the future. Especially if that niche thing that you made is something new that no one's ever done before and you just mm-hmm. consistently put out that kind of video in the niche format. New ideas work super well in niche. Oh, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> right. I, if I could come up with like the golden new thing that's going to make YouTube orgasm in two years, 
I will right. drop everything I'm doing now and just go towards that. Right, right. <laughs> okay. How can I master this and, and turn it into into the best craft possible? Right. And that that's what that's I cool. spend my shower time doing. I think of YouTube ideas in the shower, and I'm like, can I think of something <laughs> brand new today? It's today the day. <laughs> right. So if this channel just stops for some reason, uh, have a backup plan. You're you know ready why. to go. <laughs> you know why <laughs> nah so that's all the strengths with niches mm. what the strengths of varieties we had already sort of mentioned a lot more creative freedom um challenging keeps you on your toes you're able to flip on a dime if need be uh you're not you're not grinding you're not just doing the same thing over and over again so things are mm. fresh and interesting you sort of get spurt growth where you're kind of randomly growing here and there uh, kind of have multiple avenues, like we had mentioned, where if something bad happens, you still have other things to lead to. And if you want to learn and grow as a creator, varieties is the way to go. Yeah, I like. I also like being able to show people, like, like I have different types of friend groups, you know, and I have different sure. because of my different interests. So I can go to one friend group and be like, "Yo, look at this thing that I'm doing here. Look at this thing that I'm doing here," you know. It's really cool that you're able to show off a lot of different types of content mm -hmm. rather than just this one thing, which is pretty. I mean, that's one of the things I really like about being a variety channel. Definitely. But like, don't, I think we should mention this is like, don't get so worked up about which one you end up picking. Um, right. You know, whichever one you pick, stick with it and, you know, keep posting videos. That's the important thing. Uh, but the other thing, too, the site, it's called YouTube, right? So no matter how you produce your videos or which style you go with or whatever, hopefully your audience is coming back for you and not right. for the niche and not for the randomness and not for the variety. So long as you yourself are a personality that people like watching and are interested in, they'll follow you anywhere. Whether that's niche, whether that's variety, whether that's one game, multiple games, whatever. So long as you are there, you're set. So don't worry about which one you pick, you know. Work on you. <laughs> you know, get get yourself straightened out and, and ready to go. And then once you have that part mastered, um, you go from there. You, you put in that work and get somewhere with it. Exactly. It's one of those questions that you don't want to dwell on. Like, if you're just starting out, if this is... You know, if you started a month ago when we started this podcast and you've been just listening to us, trying to figure out what you're going to do about your channel, just go with something you're interested in and then go from there. And maybe right. you'll be interested in more things and want to do a variety channel, but maybe you don't. It's, you know, don't dwell on it. Just let it happen naturally and then look at the strengths of the variety channel or the niche channel as a whole and take the, make sure you're, you know, using those strengths, utilizing them towards your own personal strengths so that you can be successful. Do you want to be a niche channel and maybe cover one franchise or one game or one band or maybe just one series? Or do you feel like that you want to cover multiple interests, multiple fandoms and do it in a bunch of weird and unique ways? Kind of think about that. Think about, well, how much stuff do I like and how much stuff of what I like can I actually turn into videos, right? Uh -huh. How much of what I enjoy can I, can I make into content? Sort of think about those decisions and then make them and go. <laughs> go for right. it. No, I mean, what you said is my philosophy. It's here's the things I'm interested in. How can I turn them into a video? And mm -hmm. then some of those things you might start trying to turn into a video and you might realize I don't like doing that. I sure. just don't like making those types of videos. Then don't do them. You exactly. Know, find something else you like better. Just adapt, yeah. try, learn, etc. Mm -hmm. Things we've been preaching the day, since the just, beginning. Right. At the end of the day, just have fun doing it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we want to hear from you all. What do you prefer as a viewer if you're just a viewer? Uh, but if you're a content creator, which one do you prefer? I want to hear both perspectives on it. And I wonder oh, if it, yeah. where it leans both ways. Yeah, because that'll be interesting to, to see. But any uh, final thoughts on variety and niche? 
I was just going to ask you one last question and then sure. wrap it up. Um, Go for it. What, as a viewer, what do you prefer? As a viewer? Hmm. Oh, that's tough. Because all I feel creators like... started off viewing. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I don't hell. I'm looking at my subs to see like what kind of what kind of people I sub to and whether they're more variety and niche. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like there's a good mix of both here. Yeah. A lot of Let's Players that all played different games in here is a good part. But then for sort of like the professionally produced content, it's a lot of sort of the same stuff. Right. Uh, that I've seen before. So I don't know. I feel like there's a good balance. Uh, if I had to pick one, I feel like as a viewer, I like niche more personally. Yeah. So I like both, but I like niche more as a viewer. For me, it depends on the the personality behind the channels. Yeah. So, you know, there's some channels that I'm subscribed to for their niche stuff. And it's, you know, I go to it because I want to hear it or watch it all the time. Every time there's a a video game donkey, he's technically niche. He's a comedy gaming channel that does his videos a certain way. Every time he uploads a video, I get the notification. I watch it immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like the completionist. Every time he uploads a complete, you know, a completionist video, I'm going to watch it at some point. Uh, but then there's other people that I subscribe to and I started, you know, I don't watch all of Markiplier. He's technically, you could consider variety at this point. Sure. Um, you know, I used to watch him religiously and then now I only watch every once in a while. So it kind of depends on what he's putting out that particular day. Um, which one do I like more or prefer more? As a viewer. As a viewer, probably niche. And the reason I say that is because with variety channels, uh, there's going to be some kind of niche that I'm going to grasp on. Sure. You know, at some point from them, if not more than one niche, you know, that makes sure. sense. Niche channels allow me to make a pretty easy decision when I watch one of their videos and if I'm like, this is awful, great. Don't have to watch them ever again because that's what all their content is. Right. Uh, but if it's great, oh boy, I have like a lot of marathon thing to do now. And uh, right. those are the channels that I stay sub to oftentimes. Variety, it's a little interesting to where I'm like, oh, I like this video, but I don't like this video. Mm. Um, I'll stick around. I'll stick around just to see if they can capture me in that same aspect like they did before. And some channels are very good at doing that. Others, not so much. There's a lot of variety one-hit wonder channels where I find one video that I really like of theirs, and then for whatever reason, they don't have that aspect or they don't catch that magic again, and I'll just unsub. So Right. It's tougher on them, I feel like. It is. It is. But we would love to hear what your thoughts are in the comments. Yo. Because that is, it's it's very interesting to see what people think about these things. Because it helps us as well as sure. creators. Um, That's true. You know, just hearing that you prefer niche more and then realizing myself, oh shit, I prefer niche more, but I'm a variety channel. It makes you wonder. Right, same. same. <laughs> Am I doing something wrong? Oh no. I've thought um, about it. I've thought about it. I have too. Sure. I, I would be lying if I hadn't thought about it. Ultimately, every time I think about should I become a niche channel, what I'm really thinking about is I should become more consistent. <laughs> when when I think about <laughs> should I be a niche channel, I think about how many niche channels should I have. <laughs> right, right. So you want to know how many? Just, and I'm like, okay. I need to be more consistent. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just take my variety and put it in different places. <laughs> right, exactly. And I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like one of these days when I become successful at this. Like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have different channels for different things because I'm so interested in doing so much. And at some point, I hope to be able to have, like, you know, other people on board to help me work on things. Sure. So it'd be easier to put out content on all the channels that way. But anyways, uh, we only had we had two comments from last time. One of them saying that our audio is better. Thanks, patient. Thanks. And the other is from Digital Fortress who asked if we would ever do a live episode of another YouTube podcast. That'd be kind of cool. 
I think it'd be really cool. Hear hear your questions. Um, do like a live Q and A. Might do it like every once, once in a while or something. Yeah. Yeah. So keep Sorry. listening. Make Throw sure you subscribe. Um, the more people that listen to a, the podcast, the more likely we'll be able to do that sooner. Mm-hmm. Helps us, you know, make sure we're actually going to have a viewer base there when we do so. So. Yeah, but that would that would be fun. That would be very fun. And if you would like to help both Aiden and I put these videos out more consistently or put this podcast out more consistently, you could leave us a topic suggestion. (laughs) Yeah, that would help. (laughs) Leave us questions. Took a long time to get to to get to ours. We spend like forty five minutes before these things talking about what we should talk about. So yeah. That would help us a lot. Leave them six suggestions. So yeah, you ready to wrap it up? I'm ready, my dude. Sweet. So if you like the podcast, as always, leave it a like on YouTube or Vidme. Or we're on BitChute now, which is another video platforming website. Oh boy. Uh, the madness we're, continues. We're on iTunes, we're on Google Play, we, you know, we're we're everywhere. So wherever you're listening, leave us a like, leave us comments, subscribe or follow if you can. All of Aiden's social media and YouTube is in the description box, as Ooh. well as mine. And uh, so, yeah, I've been Zach's. No, no, that's you. That's you. You're starting <laughs> to do this. This is chaotic. We got to redo the entire podcast now. It's ruined. No. It's ruined. Uh, okay. I've been Aiden. I've been Zach. And we hope you enjoyed this episode of another YouTube podcast. Bye. Bye bye.